재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 That was a whole epiphany, like kind of changed my whole mindset. There's a big risk, but at the same time, it's one of those things where if you don't do it, you're going to spend the rest of your life wondering what would have happened. So, of course, I had to do it. The expression, home is where the heart is, came to mind. I'm already settled down here because, you know, my family's here. Why here is the question, very simple question, but sometimes it can take a while to answer, especially with the growing number of expats here in Korea. People who are not just here for a simple job anymore or a little deployment, but rather to pursue creative, innovative life paths. And they're making a difference in the cultural fabric here. We have a prime example of one such player in the cultural mosaic. He is a conductor and the artistic director of the Camarata Music Company. His name is Ryan Gessel. Camarata is a group that aims to create a global community here in Korea, transcending culture, with the universal language of classical music. Gessel has directed an array of ensembles, orchestras, big bands, you name it, children's choirs, and he collaborates with top professional soloists and vocalists in Korea and abroad. Ryan Gessel, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be back It is here. fantastic to see you. Full disclosure, I happen to be one of your voice students, so uh, <laughs> you have occasionally, uh, on occasion, may, tried to get me to sing. It has attracted local geese, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm working on it. Um, if I were to, you know, sum you up in one word, you, you're just this passionate about a song and voice. I mean, and you try to put it in the capability range of ordinary people. That's right. That's right. You know, I think music is for everybody and music is uh, something that anybody can do, whether they think they can sing or not, which is why we ask everybody from shower singers to professionals to come on and sing. Anybody can do it. And I love to do it. Shower singers get dressed before you show up. Usually, yes. Usually. <laughs> Camarata. What's, Camarata is a word that means room or chamber, right? Yeah. Well, we were looking for a name that uh, had a musical meaning and uh, meaning of working together. So camarada comes from the word camaraderie, which, as you know, means, you know, working together on things. And camarada comes from, uh, also, there was a group in the 17th century in Italy called Le Camarata, which included poets, musicians, stuff like that, uh, Galileo, Caccini, stuff like that. Wow. Thus, thus the name. So you brainstormed the name. I mean, uh, this is something... Camarata is something, it's like an NGO officially, isn't it? Yes, we're, we're one of two non-Korean NGOs here in Korea. And you started that from scratch. You didn't just come in and start like the Korea chapter of a global... No, we started it from scratch. Cool. So, yeah. And the mission is to reach out to ordinary people who might have thought that uh, only professionals sing, right? That's right, yeah. It's to create global communities through the universal language of music. Wow. What's your own kind of uh, musical background i mean when we reach back to the distant past were you did you start as a, an instrumentalist or well uh you know i was always singing whether it was in church as a kid or whatever and uh when i was in school of course i studied instruments i studied the trombone and a little bit of the piano mm -hmm. i went on to luther college which is uh known as one of the most famous choral universities or choral colleges in the united states and studied with uh one of the leaders of choral music in the world today 
Uh, I went on and did my master's degree at the University of Southern California in vocal arts. And I was also studying privately with another great teacher. And then I came here to Korean, Korea just because, honestly, I was a little burnt out. I wanted to travel Asia. But then I decided to stay here, and I did a doctorate degree here in Korea at Asia's leading choral conducting university. And uh, that's Hansei University, and now I'm here. Was What was the decision inflection there? I, I decided to stay here. Was it uh, 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 someone you met? Yeah, <laughs> Usually well, it, it tends to be that. My but. wife is from this country, yes, yeah. that is it. And honestly, I love Korea. It's a great country. It's one of the leading choral countries in the world for, cor- for choral music. Yeah. Um, I know that sounded a little redundant, but uh, but no, it really, it, it's a great it's a great place to live as a non-Korean in the world. There's a fairly high basic level of music literacy here in Korea, isn't there? Oh, it's amazing. You know, everybody plays an instrument, um, everybody sings, add a little soju and everybody sings more. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's great. So uh, and getting here and establishing Kamarata, uh, is that something you had to really uh, sort of pound the, the knock on doors to get money for? Or um, how did you go about uh, pulling it all together? Absolutely not. Uh, what it was is, um, I think it was back before Facebook was really a big thing. Uh, we we posted up on, I think it was Dave's ESL Cafe or something, that we posted up uh, just to get a few people to come and sing Christmas carols with us. And there were 45 people that wanted to come and sing, so we thought, why not do something small, like uh, sing Handel's Messiah with a full orchestra and soloists. So. Yeah, and then you pull together the orchestra. I mean, you don't yeah. yourself manage an orchestra in Korea, though you tend to pop up as the conductor, right? You don't, uh, you're not in charge of uh, a standing orchestra here. You well, tend to interface the singers with orchestras. Yes and no. Um, we do have our own orchestra that okay. plays with us. So we do, and it's a professional orchestra. Uh, and we have our choirs. We have three choirs. We have a big band group that we just started, our children's choir, our chorale, our semi-professional chamber singers. So, you know, it's a large organization. And, you know, me and the help of uh, my assistant, Dawn Blackwell, does... Uh, quite a bit, and also our board of directors does a lot also to help out. Does it, um, for lack of a better word, does it, these these organizations, these uh, symphonies and these singing groups, do they gig around? In other words, is the organization self-sustaining revenue-wise, or are you still basically a philanthropic kind of thing? We are... For the most part, self-sustaining, but of course, as a nonprofit, you know, we're always looking for funding. You know, we're always searching for government funding. We're always searching for private funding donations. Um, we work through, but we work through. We are self-sustaining ourselves. Yeah, and then as I mentioned at the top, you are in your private capacity. You are a vocal teacher. That's right. Yeah. So I mean. Everybody, even the likes of me, can walk into that space that you've got over there in Hebangchon and, and learn a little bit. Yes, I have everybody from the likes of you who, you know, scare geese, as you said. And <laughs> um, I also have professionals in the classical era. I have professional singers in the K-pop genre, um, rock, cl- like I said, classical, everywhere and everywhere in between. Which gets at the question, I mean, the, the basic DNA of singing, whether you're, you know, Mick Jagger or Pavarotti, is similar isn't it it is and any but like i said anybody can sing just a lot of people haven't been exposed to it before so you know for some people it's a longer road than others but anybody can do it and my joy is to really show everybody that they can do it for the shower singers out there or somebody who uh needs to maybe switch off the radio in a minute and a half what is the simplest most basic sort of takeaway either tip mindset or practice physical that they can do that would 
instantly improve their singing. It's got clearly something to do with relaxation and breathing, right? Well, if I tell you that, then I'd be taking away students. But, uh, <laughs> but um, it's a teaser. You know, it's a loss leader. Even yes, yes, breathing and you know relaxation. But uh, even more than that, it's just having the emotion. It's just having the motivation to do it. It's just loving what you do, yeah. and you know being confident with what you do. And confidence plays such an important role in singing. Yeah, sound bad for a little while at first with confidence, and then eventually maybe things will. Uh, yeah, then sound up less and, bad. That's right. And then sound less bad over time. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, what are you working on these days? What aren't we working on? Um, we just started our rehearsals with our chorale, which is our flagship choir, and it's the choir that we take everybody from the shower singer to the professional. And we have people in the choir that have never sung before, people that can't read music, and then we also have people that have degrees in music. And it we sounds, just let me, it sounds very intimidating. If I'm the, the, the proverbial shower singer and uh, I walk into this room and there's uh, all kinds of levels of training and some people busting out with operatic verses and so on <laughs> it must be intimidating how do you kind of handhold them you know what camarada is a family here in korea and um you know i boast that everywhere you know there's so many groups here in korea that you know they do things together they have fun but then when they go they do something else camarada is really a truly family truly a family and we have people from all over the world that are lifelong friends we have no less than 20 people that have met and gotten married since the organization founded and you know there's something special about this organization that you know people can find lifelong friends and true friendship within the organization so to answer your question yes at the beginning it's really intimidating but within minutes everybody feels at home and they just you know just have a wonderful time do your flagship choir do you work on seasonal performances that kind of thing yes uh we just started this last weekend rehearsals for handel's messiah and we're still accepting people for the next few weeks so if any of the listeners out here want to uh come and join us you can find us everywhere online mm-hmm. and i'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit but yeah. uh but yes we take and we take everybody you know so and we recommend to everybody to sing handel's messiah at least once in your life and it'll be a truly a life-changing experience for whoever does it even if um, you don't happen to have the entire, uh, all the movements, so to speak, of Handel's Messiah in your head at this particular moment, undoubtedly you will recognize the famous uh, Hallelujah Chorus, right? That's right. That's right. And you've got that for us. You've brought that in for us today. We've got uh, it standing by. Let's give it a quick listen. And what I neglected to mention in uh, cueing that piece of music is this is the Camarata singing it. This is the Camarata from last year's choir, which was a sold-out concert with more than 1,200 people there, ambassadors from many countries. Um, there was a representative from the Blue House, and you know, and it was the exact people that we were just talking about. Yeah, those are some pretty well-shaped and molded uh, amateurs and uh, some of them less amateur but uh, it sounded wonderful i back when i used to work at cnn in the old days i worked at the overnight news shift and i went to handel's messiah and it's so beautiful that i fell stone asleep (laughs) but when they got to the hallelujah choir uh, the hallelujah chorus it 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 pulled me awake and uh, it it is a gorgeous piece of music it really is Yeah. yeah um 
So don't be, I guess, intimidated by the fact that this is a long piece of music and, yeah. you know, because you, no. you're going to be coached. Yeah, every and everybody can do it. And yes, it'll be a little intimidating and a little, you know, overpowering the first couple of weeks, but everybody finds that one day it just clicks and, you know, they, they just have so much fun doing it. Yeah. Okay, so that and that this performance is going to be what around Christmas or something? Yes, the performance is on December 10th and it'll be at Jungdong First Methodist Church. It'll be the last concert there before they do their renovations all of next year. So, uh it'll kind of be like a little finale and to the to the space as you know it before Cool. You know. So that's the flagship performance. Any other projects on the burners? Yeah. So well, we have our chamber singers, and uh, they do many concerts throughout the year. They have a con- their ending end of the year concert will be on November nineteenth, and this is our choir that does. This is our professional choir, and they do so many great high level works. Uh, we also have our big networking and fundraising night on October twenty first, which is one of the big ways that we can help self sustain ourselves. Uh-huh. Um, and that will be held at the Grand Hyatt Hotel at seven o'clock p.m. And it's inclusive of a light standing buffet and you know lots of prizes and things like that. Very cool stuff. So uh, this is kind of a, a ecosphere of teaching, performing, all kinds of things going on at various levels. This is your full-time thing. I mean, or do you, you know, are you some guy that works in a sector during the day and th- this is all sort of uh, satellite hobby for you? This is nope. your full-time thing. I'm a full-time musician, yes. This is what I do full-time. That's got to be wonderful to, to have your passion and your job be the same. Exactly. Thing. You know, I tell a lot of people that their worst, their best day of work is worse than my worst day of work, so... Is there any particular aspect about it that uh, really is the sweet spot for you? Like, for example, you mentioned that performance where you had ambassadors and so on. Is it that moment up there as a conductor when you get the applause that's the sweet spot? Or is it um, one-on-one sessions with, uh, say, K-pop performers, things like that? Where's the highlight? Yes and no to that question. Um, yes, of course, it is gratifying to you know to see the... the um the success of any work but the for me you know it's not it's not that it's not meeting you know some of these ambassadors presidents stuff like that for me it's actually seeing everybody enjoying the love of music yeah um i just it it i'm people will say you know sometimes i get really quite close to tears you know in rehearsals just because i see people really connecting with the music and really learning to love and it's a wonderful thing to see a group of 140 150 people for singing for one common purpose and that's just to make the betterment of themselves and for the love of the music that's something special do you yourself ever get to sing in this mix because you i've heard you sing you've got a pretty killer voice um (laughs) With all of the conducting, coaching, directing, do you yourself ever get to just? Uh, I don't sing, out? sing as much as I used to. Um, I used to even do solo. Do, when I had guest conductors, I used to have, be the soloist in the Messiah concert, but um, not as much as I do. Um, I'm aiming to do a recital early in 2017, and uh, when it gets closer to that, of course, I'll let you guys know about that. Um, where it'll be my own solo recital, but um, I don't sing near as much as I really should these yeah. days. Are there differences, uh, just broad brush strokes, in coaching in the music industry or business development in the music industry that you feel comfortable pointing out between, say, cultural environments like here in Korea versus, say, United States? I think, you know, between cultures, between, you know, people, I I find that... um, Yes, it is, actually, and it's it's a really delicate topic, but, um, you know where somebody's from, where they grew up, what their culture is, really defines who they are as a musician. Um, I find a lot of people from uh, 
you know, Southeastern Asian countries need uh, a little bit more guidance in, in singing. But, they, uh, but at the same time, those people are also some of the people that uh, have some of the greatest love for musicianship and artistry. Um, so it's, it's a really delicate question, and I don't think it's one that, you know, I could justify in, or yeah, in yeah. Just, you know, just a few seconds. But everybody has their own, unique, uh, their own uniqueness to them. This is kind of a, a hagwon society, right? If no yes. matter what you want to do in life, there's a yeah. hagwon for it. That's right. Yeah, and it's everybody's wanting to study. Private education drives what people are doing. So, um, you know, I can imagine there's a never-ending clientele out there for uh, bettering uh, one's musical chops, bettering one's uh, voice. Is is that enough, or do you have to sometimes give people advice on, you know, negotiating the twists and turns of the profession and the industry? Um, I don't deal with that too much. More what, what I deal with is um, I, I teach healthy vocalization. Mm-hmm. Um, I also uh, work part-time uh, as, a, as a voice therapist, too. And uh, so I focus on, you know, bringing out one person's natural, natural voice. Yes, I'll do a little bit of coaching stuff, but that's, you know, that's not my thing. You know, I don't know much about the ins and outs about the K-pop industry, with the exception of, you know, coaching the singers themselves yeah so when i went in to uh have a voice lesson with you what surprised me the most was you know i figured yeah you just uh have me start singing and then say no higher lower that kind of thing <laughs> but so much of the lesson at least half of the lesson was the these breathing exercises mm-hmm. and this whole set of habits with your uh your trachea your vocal cords and so forth and your sinuses even which are completely counterintuitive to how we live our ordinary lives. Mm-hmm. I think at one point you told me uh, people don't know how to breathe. That's right. 99.9% of people don't know how to breathe. And, you know, this is, a, this is a society that has gotten, for lack of a better term, a little bit more lax or, you know, lazy with posture and stuff like that. And because of that, we're actually not breathing correctly and healthily anymore uh-huh. um you know go back 150 years you see all these people standing up in noble postures and keeping their rib cage high and they're breathing correctly they're allowing their diaphragm to drop more efficiently so you know it's 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 all about breathing 75 percent of singing is breathing yeah and it's to get to that point where you kind of breathe like a a singer uh the breathing exercises actually make you start to feel a little uh lightheaded you know, after a while <laughs> at the beginning yes at the beginning <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, it's all, it's all there. It's sort of diaphragm breathing and all of that. Um, <laughs> as we head towards wrapping up, we're going to hear another track uh, mm-hmm. from, from your uh, Kamarata. Can you set it up a little bit for us? Yeah, sure. Well, this is from our 2014 CD that was released worldwide by the Kamarata Chamber Singers. And this is a song called Butterfly by a lady named Mia Makarov. And she writes a lot of music for the Finnish group Riotone. And it's a wonderful kind of crossover piece and just a ton of fun. You can just hear the butterfly flying in the song. Yeah. How would you classify it? Is it classic, pure classical, or is it more pop? Or It's crossover. It's, crossover. Um, it's definitely crossover, yeah. All right. Ryan Gessel is the director of the Camarata Music Company. They've got a big performance of Handel's Messiah coming up in December. You can still get in on it, and it's easy to find Ryan. Do you have one more thing to plug? Well, I was just going to say, if you want to get in on it, um, come and see our website at camaradamusic.com. You can find us on Facebook at Camarada Music, our Facebook group and our Facebook page, and you can even email us at info at camaradamusic.com, and we are accepting of everyone and anyone, so anybody is welcome. You sound like you've said that before. A couple times. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Ryan, thank you very much. Thank you for having me and have a great day.
That's going to be Koreascape for today. We're produced by E.Q. Huang with associate production from Jamie Lee, writing by Nikki Kim, and I'm Kurt Asian. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Koreascape is the handle. For those of you in Seoul, Amy in the Morning is up next. Elsewhere, Hello Korea is coming your way. We're going to round out the show today with that butterfly track that Ryan just told us about. Let's have a listen.